With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. I mean, I've been watching the Rams uh, offense for, for a minute now. They get their playmakers the ball. Uh, they have some tremendous plays. Cooper Cup wide open all the time. So, I mean, I'm excited for it. Uh, I mean, this is my first head coach that's going to be on the offensive side instead of defensive side. So, I'm happy. And welcome into Purple Daily. That, of course, Justin Jefferson at the Pro Bowl. And uh, we'll get to those comments in a second. But it is Judd and Declan. Phil is uh, taking care of some uh, stuff around his house. Uh, so he will not be joining us tonight. Brought to you, as always, Purple Daily, presented by our friends at Surly Brewing. I'm going to tell you about an exciting new Surly beer that I have gotten into over the course of the last few days in a second. And also TCL, enjoy more with uh, TCL. And Declan, certainly want to discuss those uh, Justin Jefferson comments, but I think the main talker um, that we should get off to get on off the top is Kirk Cousins. And as your graphic right there says, will the Vikings keep Kirk Cousins? And right now I know that there are our viewers and listeners saying, are you guys really going to talk about this? like already? Like, are you guys, the Pro Bowl was today. Are you guys really yeah. going to get into Kirk Cousins? Because you guys always talk about Kirk, but, but we have some Adam Schefter. I would paint it as this reckless, but informed speculation. Yeah, I, I don't, I, yeah, I'm pretty. It's it's pretty rare that Adam Schefter just as as crazy as we are. We love to throw out our out our ideas. When Adam Schefter throws out speculation, it's I don't think he really throws things out recklessly. It's more informed mm-hmm. speculation, which and is a club we'd love to all be a part of someday. Actually, not in the informative club. Actually, I'm going to tell you why you okay. don't. I'm going to tell you why there's a drawback to to the club that Schefter is in. But so this came up. You told me this was at towards the end of the Pro Bowl today? Is yeah, that well, correct? Yeah. The, I did not watch it. I was at the Wolves. Yeah, there, this happened, I believe, during the post game. So I saw, okay. I saw, I, I watched like the last Pro, for whatever godforsaken reason, the last two minutes of the Pro Bowl. You sick and, son of a... And I know I am. And then they did the awards ceremony. They did the, the Pro Bowl MVPs and whatnot. And then they brought it back to the studio and Schefter was going through all the quarterbacks who okay. could potentially be moved. Because um, I think even the Mike McDaniel's nugget was breaking as well that he's going to be a head coach of the 49ers. So they were just talking about Dolphins. quarterbacks uh, by the Dolphins, excuse me, from the 49ers. Yep. And uh, so he he said this about Kirk. Here's the thing you have to keep in mind: they're going to be bringing in Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell worked with Kirk Cousins in Washington. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins endorsed Kevin O'Connell for that job. One of the reasons Kevin kind of wants that Minnesota job is because of Kirk Cousins. There's a relationship. So that tells me that Minnesota and Kirk Cousins will figure out something 
and maybe come up with a restructured contract that adds years on for Kirk Cousins and gives the Vikings salary uh, cap relief this offseason to give them more money to spend on other players. That was the Schefter quote-unquote bomb during the Pro Bowl. So his speculation, and from his sources, the sources tell me, that Kevin O'Connell and Kirk Cousins have a working relationship. Therefore, there could be an extension uh, of Kirk Cousins and also him not being moved as we're figuring this all out in this great offseason that is reckless speculation. That So if Kirk Cousins is going to uh, stay here or almost certainly um, be traded and go elsewhere, he's going to need a new contract because no no competent team is going to have a guy play on what amounts to now a $45 million salary cap hit for 2022. It's stupid, unnecessary, and downright crazy. Um, when Rob Brzezinski and the Cousins camp did this contract, there was never any plan for him to play on the last year of this contract. And in, in fact, my spies have told me that um, the Vikings, among the options they considered last March, was going to Kirk and saying, let's extend again. And Kirk's the one at the time who said, oh, no, I'm good. I love my current contract. Who wouldn't love that current contract? Now, Schefter's report makes perfect sense because, yes, O'Connell was Kirk's quarterback's coach in 2017 in Washington, which was Kirk's last year before he came here. He is a quarterback guy. He Mm -hmm. is a guy that knows the position. But here is why Schefter's not-so-reckless speculation is a problem. He is not able to because of restrictions caused by the fact that he is going to basically have to serve his sources for bigger news. He is not able to recklessly speculate on the common sense. And that is this, the Minnesota Vikings will be brilliant, would be brilliant to, and would be stupid not to make it very clear that Kirk Cousins is coming back. And Kirk Cousins is going to be an absolutely instrumental role of what Kevin O'Connell and, and Quasi Adolfo Mensa want to do, because this is a quarterback who you just look, I mean, my God, he was in the pro bowl today. I mean, if you want to get a quarterback like this, I mean, we can talk, but it's going to be, oh, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost. I mean, we we all want him back a lot because this is a guy who, who with o- O'Connell now, sky's the limit. Everything that was wrong with Kirk, look at the guy who walked out the door. It was Zim's fault. That's what Quazy is going to tell Schefter, and it's what O'Connell is. The reality is this. But this we will not do not if you are um, if you are the Panthers, turn the show off right now. I I hate to give up clicks. Turn the show off. If you're the Broncos, get the hell out of this room. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you because I Panthers, you too out because I don't want you hearing what I'm about to say is the dirty little truth. You would never submarine at this point in time. Kirk's value. You are going to do everything you possibly can to make this Zim's fault. Zim screwed Kirk. Zim never gave him a chance. But you, but if you get him, oh my God, we, do you know what we, oh, well, I mean, if you want to talk about it. um, And that's where Schefter's inability to recklessly speculate by, by um, invoking what I like to call the common sense clause hurts Schefter. He is, he is serving the agendas, which, Hey, look, I'm fine with that. It brings up great talkers. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna crap on that. But I just want to make it very clear. 
Adam Schefter is serving agendas and he knows he's doing it, but he needs to do it to get the bigger. So, so like if Kurt is dealt, Kirk is dealt. I, I just call him Kurt. If Kirk is dealt and traded, who wants the scoop first? Adam Schefter can't right. screw your sources. So long story short, we all know Kirk cousins can be had. We also know that why would the Vikings want to trade this valuable commodity? It's actually, it's actually the only play here. Yeah, and I understand where where Schefter's most likely coming from. And and to be honest, um, even not just removing the uh, why is this person potentially lying to me, also just the journalism 101 here, going in with Kevin O'Connell, who worked with Kirk, that's where I I do, even though there's a working relationship there and a history there, it does make sense why at least the initial thought would be, well, he's probably going to stay. He's probably Mm going to keep him because they've worked together before. Uh, Kevin O'Connell is is an offensive mind that is from the Sean McVay coaching tree, and he's going to want to keep him. He doesn't want to have to draft a new guy or have a bridge guy who's a downgrade from Kirk. He's going to let it ride with Kirk Cousins, and that, that there could be some sense talked into that. But is that what Quezzy, Adolfo Mensa had in plan? Is that what those two, when they were interviewing with one another, Quezzy and... Um, and Quazy. Quazy. Qu- and, Quazy. I'm, it's and, still taking me some time. Quazy I got it and, written and down. O'Connell. It's right up there, Quazy. I have taped it above my computer. My name's Declan, for God's sakes, and it's hard enough for people to remember and to say it. So oh, I Ju- emphasize. try Judd. Yeah, try Judd. Try Jeff. Okay, Jeff. Jeff. Um, but I, I think what Kevin O'Connell and, and what he wants from this team, that's where the Vikings GM and the Vikings ownership and everyone has to just figure out, of, are we all on the same page here? Because I do think candidates were removed because they might have had a staunch opinion that uh, I, this is what I want to do on Kirk Cousins. Obviously, every head coaching candidate was asked, what, what would you do with Kirk? So all these people are outside perspective people. They see Kirk from a, a just a ten thousand foot view. They don't see him every day. I'm sure they're they're smarter guys than we are, obviously. But they they know what they wanted from Kirk Cousins, and some of those candidates probably were eliminated for the fact of they disagreed with the plan on Kirk Cousins. I think the Vikings ownership group knows what they want to do this off season, and I can understand the point of them wanting to keep Kirk Cousins. I would personally. Rather let it, I would just let it ride this year with this absurd cap hit than risk extending him. I just, I, I don't see I don't the point. I, 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 I know, you're I know. You're crippling that. your franchise. But at the same time, if he doesn't want to restructure and yeah. if you can't get the value you want in a trade, I understand why you would not want to restructure him and you just let it ride for this season. Well, he'll want to restructure to, to his um, satisfaction and liking, which is more guaranteed cash, a lot of it. Um, I think that, that unless your name is Kyle Shanahan, familiarity with Kirk actually helps the case to move him. I think O'Connell knows exactly who Kirk is. And I think that's a good thing. Um, so I, I, Kyle's the only guy that I can think of off the top of my head. Who's worked with Kirk, who loves Kirk Stefanski, maybe don't know for sure. Um, is Kirk is Kirk in a perfect world? Uh, if you're delusional enough to think that you can get a ton more from Kirk and upgrade an upgrade on Baker, absolutely, he's a better quarterback. Mentally, I don't know. Take your pick. Don't really care. Um, but I think O'Connell's relationship uh, going going back to 2017, in which, by the way, Kirk did not have a great year. Kirk did not have a statistically box score Kirk year. Uh, it wasn't atrocious, but it was certainly not. It was not his best. I think that that probably has caused O'Connell to have some misgivings and opinions 
that he probably shared with Quazy. Quazy's a smart guy. Quazy's going to get that that contract down. And and I think they all know that the Kirk camp is not going to accept some type of drastic reduction. They're going to want theirs. The other thing with O'Connell that makes him intriguing in a post-Kirk Cousins world, too, is this one. He is a quarterback guy. Like, I think he doesn't call plays now, but I think beyond a shadow of a doubt, the feeling about Kevin O'Connell is that Kevin O'Connell can develop QBs. Hard to do, valuable, right? So if you're that guy, do you want the expensive the expensive used car that's in the garage? And it's a good car. It's a great, you know, it's, at times it's great. At times it breaks down. But do you want that car or do you want your own shot to go to the store and, and draft one, develop one? And that's your car. Like, like that's your first. Kevin O'Connell's a young man stepping into an incredibly high-pressure job uh, to which Declan, he might get one chance. Right. And I think that there's a very good chance mentally, whether he liked Kirk or couldn't stand Kirk, I mm-hmm. think that there's just a natural inclination and ego at play that probably makes him say, hey, Quasi, let's go find one. Yep. And if you do that right, now you got five years of of contract heaven basically yeah so so that's why i think the Schefter thing comes from probably a very solid vikings leak of adam here's what we need from you tell everybody we love him tell them that we're not yeah kevin o'connell knows him tell them that and from basically the day so it'll be a week from tomorrow that that kevin o'connell's introduced as the next vikings coach i believe the 10th in franchise history I think the edict and the desire is going to be to create as much of a we love Kirk as possible because what's the ultimate goal, Dex? A high draft pick. Right. Like you want a first round pick. And I'm not convinced if you if you do this right and Kirk is traded to a, a spot where he agrees to an extension and it'll be a rich one. But I really think that we are talking a first or at the least second round pick. Yeah. Um, to your car analogy, you know, this, it's kind of funny because you, you know what you're getting in, in your reliable used car that you've had for a while, right? There's some miles on it. You get take decent care of it. You get your synthetic oil changes. You get your brakes looked at. You get your tires rotated. You do all the things you're supposed to be doing for a car. I sound like a guy that knows a lot about cars. I actually don't, but I'm just I'm trying. Guys to love cars, though. They guys do. love cars. I know nothing about cars. I don't even like but, cars. Yeah, guys love cars. They do. Uh, but instead of instead of just riding out this used car you've had for a while, have you seen the new leasing options? You know, have you, have you seen these new leases well, that you can get out of the fancy and the new car? And the best part about a lease is it's just it, it's it's a it's a contract. There's a shelf life on that contract. You, if it doesn't work out in two years and you don't like this new car, guess what? You can go back to the lot. You can lease a new car. You can buy a used car. You can buy a brand new car. There's <laughs> options at your disposal, right? So I, I think it's it's similar to what they want to do with Kirk Cousins and. I still, you know, we did our percentage wise uh, percentages when the news dropped that Kevin O'Connell was being hired, and I know I think Phil said like ten percent. I believe you said fifteen. You know that they that the chance of he would be moved. You know he he would not be staying here. I still think it's about a fifty or sixty percent chance that Kirk Cousins is staying as the quarterback of the Vikings, and I'm I still am at that number. It hasn't dropped for me. Um, I think in general they're gonna look at options, but I think I'm leaning towards that he's going to stay here, that they're going to stick with Kirk, at least for this year. I really do. I, I, I do buy the Schefter report, and I understand what Schefter is doing, like you said. 
and 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 you as a beat writer know how this business works better than I do. But I I am under the inkling that they're most likely going to keep this guy. Could be wrong, and I want to be wrong. If I they keep him, they're extending him. This quarterback, I. But, that's why if yeah. if he had two years left, I would probably um, agree much more w- with your take right there. If he had two years left, but he has one, and it's a cap hit that they're going to bring down, and I do not see that this team giving Kirk what would probably have to be at the least another three-year extension or or basically taking a step back and saying, okay, we'll take the cap hit. And if they do, they are going to have to rip the roster apart and release a lot of players that fans like. Yeah. I, I think we are going to see, I really do, the, um, the red detonate button hit here. I think Kirk. I think Kirk's gone. I think veterans that we don't expect to be gone are gone. Um, this is their chance to remake this thing, and and if you try and win, like what's the upside to taking to uh, potentially running this thing back in twenty two? Because um, you're not going to win a championship. You could make the playoffs, but then you got to blow the, the, the thing up for, for twenty three, like. I think it's a it's a bigger nightmare to try and keep this team intact, um, and it either wins or it's terrible. I don't know. But then, but then Thielen is still aging. Harrison Smith, same thing. Dalvin Cook's contract is becoming, I think, cap wise, uh, more not less of an issue. Kendricks, yep. like it makes way more sense to sit the Wilfs down and say, let's start this now mm-hmm. with some with some. Um, with some st- substantial moves because we're going to put ourselves in much better position to win by getting rid of veterans. If you keep them at some point in time, they got to go. Right. And to be honest, you know, they have some interesting decisions here with both Kirk cousins and Daniil Hunter. You know, I, I think that that that's the fun one. Like we're, we're kind of forgetting about Daniil Hunter because we're all obsessed with the head coach. And now we're obsessed with, will you want to keep cousins? I mean, Daniil Hunter hasn't been available for you necessarily the last two years. What, so seven, eight games this season? He missed the entire 2020 season. Mm-hmm. But he's a defensive end, and I'm more likely to pay and give big money to a guy who's 26, 27, who had a Hall of Fame trajectory career. And by the way, he can still obviously make the Hall of Fame. Um, you have to figure out what you want to do with Daniil Hunter. I'm, I'm more, if they move on from Kirk Cousins, you have to then figure out how to keep Daniil Hunter happy. Because I, I just will. I don't think that they they could shed yep. some weight here with these veterans, Thielen, Kendricks, et cetera, maybe yep. Harrison Smith. Yep. But if you punted on Kirk Cousins and you traded him, I don't think there's any way, shape, and hell that they also then would get rid of Daniil Hunter unless they literally said, Hey, we are gonna be bad for like a two year stretch. Because I think they could be if they did both those moves, if they let go of Kirk and they figured out a way to also get out of Daniil Hunter, like at least on paper, the it depends who they'd bring in. The Vikings would be a five-win team, at best, in my opinion, if you didn't have those two guys in 2022. Yes, and I think you're right. Hunter is going to be. I I think that what they're going to do is is call him in. He's due a big balloon payment in March, and that's go that's a potential problem. Right. They're going to call him in, and I think sit him down and basically said what you just said about age. The injuries are concerning, but it did, it did appear the good news was he had completely uh, come back from that neck problem, which was really good because that uh, worried me quite a bit going into 2021. So, and I think Quazy in looking at position scarcity 
and what guys can be paid, I think Kwesi is probably going to be more likely of all of the guys that are are um, potentially going to make a lot in 2022. Kwesi's probably going to be more enthralled with and drawn towards keeping Hunter. So I think that you're right, uh, also based on age. So I think Cousins is gone. I think I think a combination of guys, Kendricks, yeah. not not all of them, Kendricks, Thielen, um, um, Smith, like a combination, some combination, uh, because if you if you keep Kirk and have to trim basically everybody else, that to me non-starter. And here's the other thing that I don't think is being discussed enough: you have to put together a locker room that works. You have to put together, and and because of what Mike did, and because of how things have gone the last two years, there is, is for lack of a better term, damage control here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't even mean that all the guys who are potentially going to be jettisoned are bad people, but it does mean that that we have seen this with the Wild. We we are now, I, I think, seeing it with the Wolves. You need to put together a locker room that works. You need to put together a competitive yet successful room. And there's no doubt in my mind the 2021 and probably 20 team did not have that. Mm-hmm. Um, is Kirk the guy to lead that team? The answer is absolutely no. I'm, I'm telling you, Kirk is a bottom. Kirk is a bottom feeder quarterback when it comes to intangibles. I'm not talking about his passing stats. I'm not talking about his um, God-given quarterback ability. He doesn't have some things, but he's good. Yep. But when it comes to how he's wired. It ain't right, man. We've seen it before. We've seen it chapter and verse. I can go through guys in this town who have pulled the same stunts. And you know what? They're gone because they don't work. And if you are going to shoot for a championship, this is not fantasy league football. So so that's something that Quasi and O'Connell, and again, O'Connell knows Kirk. He knows how he's wired. He knows how he acts. I think that's actually a big help because there's no, I got to get, you know, I'm going to have to spend a year getting to know Kirk Cousins. If you're Kevin O'Connell, you know, the day you step in that door, who he is and what works about him. More importantly, what doesn't work about him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kit Fisto on our YouTube uh, comment section here asked, just joining, when did Adam Schefter say this? Um, Just to recap for everyone in the room and who's watching us right now, or if you're consuming this podcast or video on a later time, Uh, Adam Schefter, after the NFL Pro Bowl today, had some things to say about Kirk Cousins and his future with the Vikings. I'll just kind of regurgitate some of these quotes. Uh, He said after the Pro Bowl, here's the thing you have to keep in mind. They are going to be bringing in head coach Kevin O'Connell, and Kevin O'Connell has worked with Kirk Cousins in Washington. Kirk Cousins endorsed Kevin O'Connell for that job. One of the reasons Kevin wanted the Minnesota job is because of Kirk Cousins and their relationship. So that tells me Minnesota and Kirk Cousins will figure out something and maybe come up with a restructured contract. So Adam Schefter, at least initially from his sources, are hearing that the Minnesota Vikings could end up keeping Kirk Cousins because of Kevin O'Connell coming in, because those two work together, and there is a potential that you could have a restructured contract. We are so early. We haven't even played the damn Super Bowl yet, so we're still not truly into the full NFL offseason. But the, but the wavering of what will the Vikings do with Kirk Cousins between, I think, now Judd and what, when the league year starts? Because I think once it's, it's a day, is it day three that the, or is it the first day that the $10 million becomes guaranteed, right? The, at least I have the, to look. I think it's yeah. the third day, but I'm not positive. I so forget. between basically next Monday, Valentine's Day, and yep. maybe the NFL draft, the, the fun Kirk Cousins speculation meter baby is going to be moving all over the place. And so why is th- this week especially what's coming up here important? 
I'm going to tell you in a second. But first of all, Dex, I'm going to tell you about, uh, um, I don't know if it's a dilemma, but I can tell you if it can be considered a dilemma, it's a good one to have. When we're talking about exactly right, Surly Brewing, look at it. Look at all of those different variety packs. The first variety pack of 2022 is here, and Declan Goff has one out right now. And now can I tell you a little story? I, I want to talk to you about the one that, for the viewers, is on their left because I feel a little guilty right now, okay? Because that is called the Hyper Modern Idaho 7 mm-hmm, IPA. Idaho, Hyper. Um, so here's the thing. How can I put this? We got a little problem with this, this guy. Because the Furious is my favorite, right? Yeah. Like it knows. It's my, it's like, Judd, I'm your favorite, right? My, my best pal, right? Yeah, your best friend. Furious and I, we go everywhere. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't drive with it, but that's, I can't. Yeah. Not allowed to. Uh, but you know who's been in a very soap opera way? Sliding who's been in sliding in bit. of late? Yeah. Hi- Hypermodern. That's right. This okay. I gave this beer a try on Thursday or Friday. Thursday, yes, Thursday. Unbelievable. I'm gonna tell you right now. The rest of the the rest of the variety pack. I, I mean, my guy's there. It's great. Mm-hmm. This thing though, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna tell you right now. It ordinarily takes me a few days to like start to like a new beer, right? Because yeah. I'm like, I'm a furious guy. First one, love at first taste. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you from Surly Brewing Hyper Modern Idaho 7 IPA. I urge you to try it. And then once you do, I urge you to take out your camera phone. I urge you to take a picture. And then what do I urge people to do, Declan Goff? Show us your cans. Exactly. And show us your taps. Exactly right. And people are. Thank you. That, that was a great suggestion. At Jay Zolgad, Z-U-L-G-A-D on Twitter. Anyway. Just keep it in mind. And look, I still I still love you. Sorry, guy. Um, okay, so here's why I think the next week is important. And, and we should not, we shouldn't ignore it from a cousin's perspective. So O'Connell's officially going to get the job next week. But I mean, he's, I'm sure, been in contact on a daily basis with Quasi, right? So he's calling. It's his job. Don't forget, Phil Mackey and I were on Radio Row. Um, for the 2018 Super Bowl, Declan. Yep. When Alex, when news of Alex Smith's trade to Washington, which couldn't be completed for two and a half months, came out. I'm just telling you, getting Schefter to report what he reported right now is a great first step. To we really don't want to trade this guy. I mean, we he's set right, but the fact, the fact that we have seen more and more trades agreed to in principle right now intrigues me a lot i don't remember that for a big trade prior to alex smith correct me if i'm wrong i don't remember that coming out and i do find it very intriguing that that did come out in 18 and i think we've seen like a deal since then so i'm just saying don't be surprised if quasi is having some pretty substantial conversations because o'connell's not officially an employee of the vikings yet but there's no doubt that Quasi and O'Connell are talking, and O'Connell's going to be on the same page um, by now, as opposed to let's wait till the let's wait till the Rams game and talk. Just throwing it out there as a very interesting prospect for Super Bowl week. 
yeah, I, and I would say kind of the last thing on this is because it's Super Bowl week and Radio Row, all these radio stations are going to be talking about these awesome ideas of potential trades you can make. And so there, there's going to be NFL insiders. There's going to be reckless speculators. There's going to be a lot of people, I think, like you said, in the next seven days here on Radio Row during Super Bowl week um, speculating on what Kirk Cousins could bring to their team. So we're just getting started, baby. Like the, I'm the just Kirk saying, don't speculation. Don't, I'm just saying, though, in this case, yeah. a deal was reached this yeah. coming week. A deal I, was reached. I'm just, it's very smart of, of Quazy to be throwing this out there right now and telling Shefty, hey, we're in love team. here. And teams are saying, oh, I don't know about that. All right, last thing. Yeah. Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. In fact, if, if you can, yeah. fire this clip up again. Justin Jefferson talking about um, having an offensive-minded coach when Jefferson was just at the Pro Bowl. I mean, I've been watching the Rams uh, offense for, for a minute now. They get their playmakers the ball. Uh, they have some tremendous plays. Cooper Cup wide open all the time. So, I mean, I'm excited for it. Uh, I mean, this is my first head coach that's going to be on the offensive side instead of defensive side. So, I'm happy. Interesting. It's very intriguing. Um, so, one is, I think that that Justin is a very positive guy, which is great. That's, that's his job. Um, I think he's honest. But the thing is, because I all I've seen I've seen stuff about oh Justin, you know, is complimentary of Kirk Cousins, right? He's he's a, Kirk's his guy, right? Yeah. Keep in mind, Justin Jefferson, classy kid, is not going to bat, badmouth or insinuate anything about a coach or player until they're gone. Uh, he's basically coming as close as he possibly can on Zim there, and I don't blame him. No, to no, saying, no. oh my God, thank God I got right, I got an offensive coach, a guy from the Rams. Um, Look at what the Rams do. So I guess my word of caution about tying too much of what you think to what Jefferson has said about Kirk, Justin Jefferson's not going to say a word about Kirk that's going right. to be insightful until or unless Kirk is traded and or just gone. Yep. And and look, I completely get where Justin Jefferson's coming from, having working with Mike Zimmer and being a defensive-minded coach. And you need to get him. I know he led the NFL like over the last two years in targets. And there are still games, though, he only gets targeted four or five times. Yep. And that's just for a receiver of his magnitude, and not just receiver, player. Player of his magnitude to only get the ball four or five times in a game is criminal. I don't care how many targets he's had over a two-year stretch. He can still get the ball even more. It's kind of like what we talk about with Kirill Kaprizov. You know it'd be great? If Kirill Kaprizov even shoots the puck more. What could even possibly happen? Look what happens. Better things happen. So it, 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 it applies to Justin Jefferson, and I'm, I'm glad Kevin O'Connell is, is that offensive-minded coach. I know we were flirted with Jim Harbaugh, and things were going back and forth, but they went in that opposite direction that NFL teams tend to do, Zimmer being the old crusty defensive guy. It looks like Kevin O'Connell being the offensive guru from the Sean McVay coaching tree. All right, sir, we are done. Before we go, though, I just want to remind you that, you yeah. know what, your friends don't have to fight. Look at this. Look yeah. at this. Furious and, and my the new wife, the mistress, you know, you can <laughs> – my new both, right? favorite beer, the Hypermodern Idaho 7 IPA. Look, they're friends. They're friends. They get along great. All right, take us out and uh, and tell people what they, they should do to help score north um, like Surly does with us. Of course. Us. Hit the uh, subscribe button. This is Purple Daily. We pump out daily Minnesota Vikings entertainment. Yes, I see some comments, and I've gotten some tweets. Off-season vent line will return after the Super Bowl. So is that when I was going to wonder yes. why I'm on that, here babbling when you yep. are supposed to be entertaining so, the thoughts so of our 
Sundays is when we will bring back Ventline, the offseason edition with myself, um, and we will have Vikings fans on that. That will start the week after the Super Bowl. So we will have that back in the fold, and we'll have plenty email of Email you? Can they, yep. like, yep. how can they get on? Shoot me an email, vikingsventline at gmail.com. I will gladly cool. put you in queue. Um, we had so many great new Vikings fans join us this last year that I'm really excited to talk to you guys more and hear your guys' opinion on the 2022 Vikings, what they should do with the draft, the offseason, the possibilities are endless. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. We are on Apple, Spotify, scorenorth.com. The Score North app is a central hub for everything we do. And we'll be back tomorrow, Purple Daily.